the beat, beat. All since notes are fully punctuated. Running the light dot exe. System optimization is less than normal. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you are doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is complete. Please vacate the area. I repeat. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? I will shoot you. Error. Server block 3 is experiencing critical ignition. Yes, right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, happy, happy uh, Alien Day, but you're listening to this on Friday. Um, this is, once again, the fucking Low Life Podcast. Um, I'm Coin Ops. I'm here with Scott. Hello. And uh, Shadow Link. Glory to the machine. And guess what? Hexen stuck around because we got a real fun, fucked up movie to talk about today. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and I'm so Hexen. I'm so happy you watched this um, because <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's... <laughs> that is not the word I would use, but sure. Yeah. I'm glad we got to sub like just expose a bystander to this because <laughs> this is something else. I. Yeah. What did you make us watch? Okay, so this is a 1990 uh, HBO uh, film called By Dawn's Early Light. Okay, and it was directed by Jack Shoulder, uh-huh. who you may remember from Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, uh, The Hidden with Kyle MacLachlan, that really fucked up cool alien movie. Um, this uh, film called Renegades that has a, a Lou Diamond Phillips and I think Kiefer Sutherland in it. And then, like, a bunch of TV and direct video stuff. Yes, I, I are... remember all of those things. Oh, yeah, man. Right? Because, <laughs> like, everyone thinks that, like, Freddy's Revenge is the worst of them. And I was just like, I don't care. Like, I just, that's not what scares me. This movie scares me. Anyway. Yeah. So, the music is by Trevor Jones, who's done um, pretty much every movie, probably including my wedding. Like, it, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> This dude's from like Cape Town, South Africa. He's literally he's like everything. his scores. He's been everything. There's yeah. no reason. I would. Why would I list anything? Because it's like 50 of them were awesome. You yeah. know, like and then the list would go on because I'd get burned out. Uh, it's this whole movie. It's a, it's starring Powers Booth, um, whom I believe is uh, from the uh, cowboy who says, well, bye, gif. Um He's a he, he's a pilot with uh, Rebecca Dino Mornay who plays Moreau. Um, they're fucking pilots, and by that I mean they are pilots who fuck um, each other. Yep, we got James Earl Jones as Alice. This will make sense yeah. later. Martin Landau as the president. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> when I saw him as the president, I'm like, yep. Uh, and then, like, one of the best performances in it is this uh, dickhead, uh, the Secretary of the Interior, uh, known as Condor. Um, it's Darren McGavin. He he is acting his ass off in this movie. I yeah. Fucking, yeah, he really is. Yeah, and he's, the devil on his shoulder is played by Rip Torn uh, as Colonel Fargo, who is just a piece of shit. I fucking love oh, him. Absolutely. It's phenomenal. I was so happy oh. when I saw his face, and I'm like, oh, you're the bad guy. This is great. <laughs> what a... <laughs> one of the best things in this movie too is peter mcnichol who basically is playing like the same character from ghostbusters 2 and he does about as well with the president as he does with vegan <laughs> he really does i just and love how you get the uh, he's he's fantastic yeah, he's he like really just is. this 
he's like, sir, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like that's literally the look on his face. The entire movie yeah. is just this wide eyed, like, ah, uh, it's like the end of the fucking world. We got to go, yeah. you know, but I have to be professional at the same time. He nailed because it, he might get fired. He really did. He like, nailed it. He's like it's a incredible. more bewildered looking Walton Goggins. It's yeah. It's this is, this is like, what's his name in, in death machine? Um, Brad Dorff. Uh, Brad Dorff and yeah. and, and Death Machine, but not as over the top. He's he's literally the sanest motherfucker in yeah. the movie. Yep, and it's it's fantastic. Anyway, so then you get the the crew of the B fifty two with uh, you know Cassie Barrow. You got uh, Tyler Hooker and Radnor played by Glenn Withrow, uh, Ronald William Lawrence and Kieran uh, Mulroney. Uh, you got Nicholas Coster as Icarus. He's the dude at uh, SAC headquarters at the beginning who gets fucked in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. It's so amazing. Just to... And then you have Ken Jenkins uh, playing Sam on um, Looking Glass, who, as uh, Hex had reminded me, plays Kelso yeah. on fucking Scrubs. <laughs> and I was like, so I knew I'd seen this guy, but I didn't. God, I didn't. It did not so, register. It's incredible. It, there's so many people in this movie. It's fucking great. I love it. So, um, so what the fuck am I doing? Like, this isn't going to be a play-by-play. No, that would be um, agony. That would suck. Yeah, no, yes. it would suck. It's very technical. It moves very quickly, and a lot happens. Yeah, and, if, like, it's, it's hour and 40 minutes. If it's, you haven't watched it, and you are willing to subject yourself to self-flagellation, then, uh, yeah, watch this before, before here, listening. Here's I the guess. thing. Well, I, look, I, look, right now, right now, at this moment, pause yeah. the 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 episode go to youtube type in by dawn's early light 1990 and then just bask in a slice of the era because this it, is what yeah. like, this is like the cold war distilled down to the ultimate fear and by oh, no yeah. means is this a bad film we're ripping yes. on it because it's everyone it's bonkers, bonkers. <laughs> that's what it is yeah. it's not a bad film if you watch it i guarantee you'll probably enjoy it you'll come out more paranoid than you were before but it's just yeah, so crazy. much happening. It's so fast. Yeah. This movie is so fast. Yeah. So like, so like now, like to give you a bit of context, right? The Berlin Wall came down in 1989 and the world collectively breathed the sigh of relief. It is historical fact that this happened because Sting released the song Russians in 1985. And apparently it took that long for boot- bootlegs to proliferate the Soviet Union. I just, that's Wait, how I'm. The downfall of the Soviet Union, clearly, it was because Sting wrote Russians. I mean, it's <laughs> yes, of course. Clearly. And it, and it was oh, okay. slower back then. It was all cassettes and shit, right? So they had to, like, bootleg it, and then you had to get a guy to smuggle it in a fucking, like, oil trawler. And then, you know, he'd have to give it to a buddy who, you know, was able to get two cassette player recorders, and then he was able to bootleg a bunch of them off. So, you know. Is this the conspiracy changed... theory you're trying to, like, push now? Is this historical fact, sir? <laughs> <laughs> And and as a matter of fact, like after the wall came down, there was this like it was chill for a minute. Like it was just like everybody was doing okay. Like we were all doing fine. And then I went on vacation at my uncle's house. And since he's cool, he pulled out these two Betamax tapes and he put in the first cassette and proceeded to explain which parts of this movie were accurate and how close to the scenario we were. (laughs) This would be. I was 15. God. This would be the second time in my life where I experienced absolute existential dread. Wow. Um, so let's be clear. Gotta be glad like, you've, uh, you have a, an uncle that puts you through that, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. No, we watched Red Dawn the same weekend. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> it wasn't until later when I was like really thinking about this where I was just like, 
would it be better to survive? You know, like, and I was just walk around with a squeaky voice and a confusing boner, just being like, why is this a thing? Like, why did we <laughs> get to this point in history? I just, I just love that here? we got somebody in a folk <laughs> Soviet country to like, just be here and experience. Well, no, they <laughs> they weren't. Weren't they? You got to look at the map too. I don't think so. Cause like, it's oh, really funny. Time? I no. took a screenshot. No, no. Okay. I, I took a screenshot cause there was the Warsaw Pact and it was, it was, that was the thing that we talked about with, with uh, Zed was the fact that like, they called it that basically the kind of fuck Poland yeah. cause it was kind of like neutral yeah. ground. And I was like, uh, poor guys, you know, yeah. like yeah. it just, that isn't fair. But at the beginning of the movie, they show it's the SAC headquarters map. <laughs> it's a very different map than today. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's, I it's took a screen cap of that I'll throw it up on the Instagram. And it's, it's just one of those things where like the longer I look at it, the more I was just like, you know, that raises an interesting question. Cause I think about too, like do other, if other countries have like the same fear of nuclear annihilation, I'm sure everyone does, but like, Jackson, does Poland, I think anyone who's aware does of Poland it, have like the same, like weird cold war fears that we still kind of do. I don't know. When I, I was alive, uh, I didn't aware of that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, historically, uh, yeah. like when you were watching this, you're you weren't like, yeah, that was a thing then. It was like, is this uh, new information? Or... I mean, the the the, the bomb that uh, exploded at Donetsk, they mm-hmm. also did differently. That's far away from there, so I I would be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like we get, we gotta. We got to be clear. Like this movie isn't kind of great in the way like you think of when it comes to like great movies. Yeah. You know, like you know, this isn't you know, I don't know, fucking like network, right? Yeah. Like this, this is a different animal. It, it's very much clockwork that way, but it and it works that way. But it's it spirals out in a couple spots, you know, and it's uh, it, it hits a little too close to home. And after fucking what thirty two years of it being out, yeah, yeah. But um, but like as a snapshot of like what lingered in the back of everyone's mind in the eighties. It's, it's really informative. Like this is pretty much a good tone poem of how it fucking felt like growing up from 75 to like this movie comes out. And like I said, this movie I watched when everybody was like, Hey man, shit's cool, man. We're friends with Russia. Now Gorky parks coming. We're going <sighs> to put a song out called bang. And uh, I keep bringing it up and it, it keeps mattering. So the movie starts out with like a fucking, well, the pilots fucking, and this this is a we're gonna just gloss over that for now. The, the movie starts out basically with a nuke launching out of Turkey. Yeah, like we and um, like we see it. The Turkey Air Command's like, the fuck is that? And they just see a bomb, right. Like go off of a Russian city. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's Donetsk, and it's like it. See, Turkey's like a NATO ally, and so when it launches at the Soviet Union. It hits the city, and then like the Soviet response is automatic, and what is called a measured response, which is initiated, in, right? Yeah, that, which is incredible to me because that is true. Like, yeah, we don't know if it's still true, but the point it, it's the Soviet Union had like this. They even had like something. Didn't they have something like if like the Kremlin got like completely annihilated, they had like some sort of automatic just launch everything. Yeah, it, it I wasn't mean, called like dead hand or something. Like it was this auto, like a kill switch, dead man switch. Yeah, yeah it, it's I don't know. Like nobody yeah. knows. Who knows? You know, like I, it, would it be practical and even possible for something like that to happen? I mean, it, that's not a good idea to just launch all the birds simultaneously because one thing happened. Yeah, no, you know, and, it, not, and no. It, 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 there's no way for them not to know it's coming, even in 1983 when the book that this is based on was written. God. So yeah, yeah you know, 
it's funny. I read a review of it where they said that this takes place in the near future, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's released in 1990. It takes place in 1991, but in like March. Like what? <laughs> you know. Anyway. Yeah. So this nuke goes off, and then like the Soviet response is just this automatic thing. And uh, General Renning at uh, SAC, he freaks the fuck out and gets on the phone to the president who's asleep in front of a TV with static on it. For those of you who don't know, static is what would happen when a television channel would play the national anthem (laughs) and then shut off. Like TV channels used to stop. For all you fucking Zoomers out there. (laughs) It would just be this nice like hazy static sound oh, and fucking God. dozed the right the fuck off it wasn't like it didn't go to inf- when it started yeah. going to infomercials that, I knew uh, we were doomed if you've ever read Neuromancer the the opening that line that's what they're uh, that's what yeah. they're referring to right yeah so it's all poetry to people now it's fucking amazing <laughs> yeah uh, so like as the Soviet nukes close in the president <laughs> is brought up to speed but then he kind of gets caught up in a blast from nearby Andrews Air Force Base which is about 16 miles from DC um and what you find out later is that it actually hit, I think, closer to D.C. They said it was about 13 miles off, which means it's like, OK, so Airbert, I'm trying to I don't know how to do the math, but that can't have been a huge warhead. That had to have been like a very small tactical. Yeah, because everyone would be just gone. Otherwise, it's a crater. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's it. And it, all it did was blow out the windows and he didn't look at it this time. Anyway, I just love <laughs> it gets hot. I'm sorry, but I, did, oh, I yeah. just love how like. Both incredible because you don't see the damage too much. You see like destroyed cities in this movie, but I just love how like there's some there. really amazing matte paintings where they throw the fire yeah, behind yeah, it like yeah, a bat that, ruse. Yeah. Really well. Oh, that shit! Yeah, they, they don't do a, a whole lot, lot of like crazy special effects in this movie though, which is surprising. No. Be, uh, but it's also effective. I also feel it, like it is, but at the same time, I'm like, God, everyone's soaking up just casual radiation. <laughs> not, like not and not mentioning it or talking about it or acknowledging it <laughs> well i mean it's not the same as like chernobyl where they're literally like they just get fucking flashed by holding the rock yeah but you like, know like, it was kind of, it was well i think like, it depends on i think it partially depends on what kind of nuclear bomb we're talking about if it's a uh if it's like a fusion bomb, then I don't think that emits any radiation. But if it's a uh, fission bomb, then that's going to be. Well, yeah. Well, let's just assume that they're up. using, you know, your peacemaker level shit. It's gonna, it's gonna fuck shit up. Yeah. It's not a good idea to be using this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. By any standard, it's so, you know the first one basically fucks stuff up, and the president he gets caught in this shit because he's been arguing with Renning the whole fucking time. He's just like. Look, the president of Russia sent me a, a letter and I need to read it. And, it, you know, because we're pen pals and it's real cool. And so, you know, the Russian prime minister basically asks for patience, offers an apology because he's like, hey, we know you didn't do it and we fucked up and we don't want to. You got three options. You can do nothing and we'll help you rebuild. We'll send you aid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just like in 1983. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> To launch an equivalent response, you know, because, like, we can take the hit, you know, like, if if you want to be that way. And then three, escalate, which is like, oh, none of those are good answers. The world's over. You're already starting there. And it's like, well, in the midst of, you know, it's in the midst of him reading this. That's when, like, the blast hits and kind of knocks him down. And, And this is because, you know, 
I'm going to keep bringing this up. Peter McNichols about as good as handling the president as he wasn't handling Vigo the Carpathian a year earlier. Um, <laughs> somehow, we're to assume the White House's phones are shielded against EMP blasts, and they're back on the phone with Sack, who informs oh the president that the Russians have launched another attack. Hmm. And this this is this is a wonderful moment of like scene juggling right here because so much shit happens the next like three fucking minutes. Yeah. That it's impossible to just like the gist of it is the president, given available information, authorizes a full spa day that starts with an ICBM launch, followed by a sub launch nukes in a few hours, timed with the arrival of the bombers around the same time. So it's like what they end up calling the Grand Tour. Yeah. It's just, you know, one of those big, yeah. big fucking like, term- military terms uh, yeah. for. I hate that like, they call it a tour. Yeah. I hate it. it re- what really it is is like, yeah, it's a lot more idea. fun than it is. We're going to turn Russia yeah. into just one giant crater. They're making a, a suicide mission, Pretty you know, much. sound. In the, it, like, yeah. like it, there's so much. This is the one hero, like, you know, that's. Uh, yeah. And they bring oh, up yeah. so much like, details, too, in this scene about, like, wasn't there, like, an AI that was giving them recommendations called PsyOps or something? Like, yeah. Well, it's not, it's not an AI so much as it's, it's a computer. Yeah. You know, it's just basically, like, a tactical oh, computer okay. that gives suggestions and stuff. And if, you know, certain numbers come out of it, then they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> and it's, this is all uh-oh. It's so like, fascinating to me how everything pans out because everything actually works like the the whole system works except for this one error at the beginning it all shakes out like this basically just like a computer system essentially or like like just i don't know we fulfill these requirements then we make this move we fulfill these requirements then we make this that's the the only protocol the only good things that happen is when people break that protocol like right. yeah <laughs> because it's all yeah you're right it's all automatic which is really like oh they nuke us we nuke them back and we keep doing that to we're all extinct yeah and it's right oh, man God, that's if, such a oh, dumb Hexen, idea f- yeah feel free to jump in on this anytime Please, buddy. Yeah. Interrupt us, sure. like yeah if you uh, got thoughts of course yes but, man. yeah 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 uh, well, like, okay so like the current president of Russian state wouldn't, wouldn't be so humanitarian that uh, the one in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get we'll get to the, uh, the the weird radio phone call in this FEMA camp. That's yeah. Oh my god. Oh, there's so much in this fucking yeah. movie. It's nuts. Um. So like the general at SAC, he issues the orders and transfers power to Alice because there's a nuke heading straight for them. Like. All of the early targets are just giant military targets. Yeah, those are the As most justified quote-unquote targets. Well, you know, yeah. You know, like, people who want to fight should be able to fight each other kind of thing. You know, like, it's that that, yeah. that, that weird math that goes on at that fucking level. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they transfer power to Alice, um, which is the general in command of Looking Glass, which stands effectively as the new sack in the event the terrestrial sack gets nuked, Jeans, which motherfucking then Jeans. happens. Wow. Oh man, Darth Vader I, himself. It's, I did not uh, even realize the uh the uh symbolism that they were going for there. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> apparently that's the real thing. That's what they call it. Oh, that's, that's real the looking glass. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Huh. Yeah, that, and that's I was just like, no shit. Well, like the other thing too, like when you see the uh the, the authentication codes, um, which are I don't know why, but they're the most satisfying part of this movie. <laughs> So they get these cards that are with a hard plastic and they break them and they pull it out. And there's a card inside and on the yeah, back, get some of those read the orders and shit. It's just, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's, it slows the process down. Yeah. You know it what really I mean? Does. Yeah. 
it adds a level of being deliberate to it that lets you know the heaviness of about like what's about to happen. It's like yeah. a ritual. Yeah. yeah. And um, when they finally get, well, we'll get to that. Cause that's man, the whole B 52 thing somehow like doesn't need to be there and yet works really well. It's there's a lot. So the president, he manages, manages to get the fuck out of the white house. All right. But in mid flight, he discovers like, you know, because McNichol's there, and he's, he's just like Peter McNichol. His, his real his name is I'm just going to call him Peter. McNichol. Yeah, it's he's, fine. Anyway, he he discovers that the second attack was aimed at China. So big fucking oh shit moment. Yeah. But before the president can like cancel their own launch or indeed do anything, he looks directly at a nuclear detonation, <laughs> and it yeah. blinds him, and it forces Marine One down. Okay. So I got I, I forgot to mention like the pilots this whole time, right? The pilots they're fucking. And um, Cassidy is a macho stick jockey asshole about it. And this is accurate. Um, also in the book, this is like based on Cassidy and Moreau actually joke about how ridiculous it would be if they were fucking. So <laughs> the book title is Trinity's Child and it's a little more grounded than this movie. It's so <laughs> Anyway, Cassidy and Moreau, like they get the, they get the alert. All right. Shit, shit's going off. Everything turns red. Uh, everybody's like scrambling to get out to their fucking post and this dude's like taking a shower and you got to keep an eye on him because he's just a tragic tragic character yeah um he's like running out of the shower trying to get his flight suit on you know and he's like soaking wet he's not even dried off because like when the fucking shit goes down you go and he he's struggling to get everything put on trying to get his fucking gloves on and shit and you know boots on the whole nine yards And, and meanwhile like they're going through this like pre-flight check and they're treating it as a drill until it becomes like really fucking apparent that it most definitely is not a drill because yeah. they, they're going through the card thing. And uh, which means there's a company out there that prints those. Yeah. I want I, some, they, what, what's the contract is the thing. Yeah. Like who, who, who's actually putting like seeing right. what's you got to make that's a, something that they make in the mint. I don't know. I don't know. But, possibly. Possibly, but there's still a person involved. There's still a team involved. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. they gotta, they better be taken care of. Anyway, yeah. so they 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 gotta take off. And shortly after takeoff from Fairchild Air Force Base near Spokane, Washington, a nuke destroys the fucking base, and the ensuing shockwave uh, kills homeboy who wasn't strapped into a seat because he was still struggling with his wet fucking clothes. Yeah. He manages to, like get his helmet on. He can barely. He can't even get the straps on the fucking jump seat on, and it just like the shockwave shoves him fucking head first into his monitor. And then that's it. Oh God. The guy sitting next to him, I think his name's hooker. Um, he like checks his pulse and he's like, yeah, I think he broke his neck. And I'm like, oh boy, this is starting. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think about it either. Like, yeah, the, the shockwave can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. More than and they got a, they got a, well, they got, they got a, uh, here we go. Um, so he's dead. <laughs> And then Moreau's like hesitating while closing her blast shield. Like yeah. they, they have a curtain and it's because she's like, we're in fucking commercial traffic. Like we literally just took off. Like we're about, I don't know how many miles from the coast they are. They're not on the edge of Washington. Yeah. They got a long way to go before they get to the Pacific. You know, she's got a good point. However, she gets kind of socked in the face by Cassidy. Part, like yeah. he's kind of yeah. like, he yeah. kind of like pokes her in the left eye and she's like, you fucking dick. You know, like, she tries closing the curtain, but before she can get the curtain all the way closed, she's got her hand over her left eye, and her right eye takes the blast right straight directly to the point where it just fucking cooks it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. 
but it's like <laughs> it never fucking <laughs> comes into play for the rest of the goddamn. This was such a well, yeah, that's uh, yeah, but that was such a great moment though, cinematically. Yeah. Just the oh, look yeah. on her, the look in her eye that you see as oh, it there's just, just opens up. Yeah, just this it's like yeah, I was something a, yeah. brighter than the fucking sun. Just yeah, blasting it and the music. Oh man. Yeah, well, it, that's the fun part of watching it on inducing. watching it on YouTube. Uh, it was so compressed oh God, yeah. and like fucked up that like when the White House blast hits, like I, I watched it again on the the Bald Guys channel, but like the um it that one you could actually still see items in the office, and the YouTube one it just went white. Yeah. It was just like I don't even want to render this. Yeah. I know? love that. It's like, I love it. It was it, it, the yeah. thing about the eye. Like yeah, it's a great scene. It never comes up again. Like her eye looks fine. Yeah, could have done something to like because she has no depth perception. Yeah, you know, and and she's like she's got a stick. Like she's gonna fly. Now, granted, most of their flying is kind of by instruments. Like they can literally keep those curtains closed. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they got a co-pilot radar that's like here's altitude and stuff, and we have gauges. Like they they can do this stuff. Yeah, but like still. She's gonna bump into by stuff. Like, come on! Imagine she's like trying to reach for like a cup of coffee, and she's like, "Oh, yep." You yeah. know, so a lot of "oh" going on. Oh in the yeah, future. buddy. <laughs> oh, I mean, any one of your so eyes anyway, fucking I, Can I just it, say also, I I really appreciated a lot of the look <laughs> of this movie, like the way the yeah. the tech looks. Uh, very cramped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very practical. Yeah, it's there's no bells and whistles or padding. <laughs> yeah, yeah really but it's is. also got it does also kind of have like a like i don't know i it's vaguely familiar somehow it it i'm trying to think of something that it it's reminds like a me sub movie a lot yeah you know yeah, it, 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 very very <laughs> like uh hunt for red october kind of like cold very war much. stuff um well this is it this is literally like one of the last great ones to be yeah. made yeah where, um, because it was just like everybody's pretending like it ain't gonna happen again. It's just like, yo, we didn't get rid of that many nukes, dog. Like, yeah, there's still plenty enough to erase all fucking biological life on the planet and sterilize the surface. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, oh, sorry, it's Friday. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> so enjoy your weekend, everybody. <laughs> the rest of the crew's all fucking shook up, understandably. Yeah. The one guy, Tyler, he's just like. I don't see anything wrong. The base is still there. And I'm like, he's yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy definitely goes through like four shades, well, four stages of grief. Yeah, before, oh, you yeah. Know, he fights it. Dude, he he's he's like, from this moment on, he's the Joker. It's Pretty like, much. <laughs> you're just kind of waiting for it. What's he going to do next kind of stuff? Like where he's just disassociating. And yeah. it's, it's sad. Well, it's really, it like, really is. It's like the you understand. like his kid. Like, like it's, and yeah. like that kid's gone. Everything well, you ever know oh, is gone. I think. Well, first he's like he's. God, yeah, no, this. That that's a point I did actually want to make about like nuclear bombs. It's it's really easy to take for granted, especially living you know in the two thousands when uh, uh, post apocalyptic movies were all the rage. But I. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's easy to take for granted how terrifying a nuclear apocalypse actually is. Just watch Threads. Especially oh, yeah. especially since oh, yeah. if you really think about it for like even just a second, like 
it's just scary to think about like Nagasaki and Hiroshima because yep. there is a there is a high chance that there are people whose entire existences are completely erased. Like we will never know that yeah. they existed. And yeah, there's, there's no record, there's no the trace records are gone, of them like anymore. everything. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah, it's, it's the terrifying. totality of that sort of a nuclear event, yeah, literally. It's a new history. Is just yeah. Yeah, I, well, yeah, like I said, I grew up like kind of halfway through the uh, uh, Sting song. And like it was like I I I was born 2 months before Vietnam ended. You know, and and like like President Ford was a thing. Yeah. And um, you know, we we get through that and you grow up and you get like the you know, the peanut farmer for 4 years and it, everything seems cool and then like Reagan happens and it all just starts <laughs> it up again. Yeah. Like it's just well, you always have a rem- some sort of reminder that we're always just kind of standing on the precipice of complete annihilation. Yes, yes, that's what I. That's exactly what this movie does yep. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's literally like, okay, what if this shit hit the fan? This would be what it looked like, you know, kind of. Yeah, and it, it it just is trying to give you the worst case scenario because like no one had done that yet. There would just be like like one nuke goes off and everybody's like, oh we got to have an action scene in a chase sequence. This is none of that. This yeah. is like protocol yeah. or blah, blah, blah. Oh, and speaking of the military, uh, like as far as they're concerned, because the president's like down and he doesn't have radio contact, the chain of command is broken, yeah. right? Yeah, because everyone's now, fucking dead or lost. Wasn't someone like lost in the woods or something? Well, no, he was like out like camping in like whatever, northeast or yeah. something like that, D.C. Or they said the vice president and most of the cabinet were like in northeast D.C. And they can't be reached, which is kind of the direction Andrews Air Force Base is. Yeah. So, so like, they could have caught. Well, the, the, here's the funny thing. So they, so they're left with the Secretary of the Interior. Oh God, this fucker. Yeah. Do you, do you know what rung on the ladder that is in chain of command? Oh God, it's not high. Take a guess. Oh man, I'm a pro- I, I'm afraid to. I'm a product of take a guess. Awesome education <laughs> system i don't know how my own government works oh no, just throw a number out there it'll be funny like, oh, like rung 10 like uh yeah 12 excellent t- take a guess uh, what six eight jesus oh, christ okay. <laughs> oh yes yeah, better yeah, than i thought but that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of dead politicians to get that far yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, they were like uh, the the vice president and most of the cabinet and then they get to this fucking yokel <laughs> Yeah, that's like a non-job. This guy is like this this like blustery buffoon who thinks in ter- like a nuclear war in terms of like winning and losing. You know what yeah. I mean? God, let's, are, are we winning? Let's bask in a moment on that. Let's let's bask in how that. ridiculous that fucking is. Uh, what well, like what are, the worst uh. things about him is all right. He's uh, outside of Baton Rouge. One of the great matte paintings in this poem or th- this poem. Listen to me. This fucking movie is this like city in the distance burning as he's being shuttled onto like E4. and men with okay. guns trying to make sure no civilians get anywhere fucking near that area that's the other thing we don't really well that, like he's greeted at the door and the guy says something to him like hi mr president he's like come on let's get going before these people come down here. <laughs> like he's God, he's literally asshole. ted cruz he's, he's fucking ted, ted cruz. cruz he really is yeah he's like but louisiana yeah you know he's like, such an asshole he's such yeah. an asshole like you're they man Darren McGavin does a great job here. Like he's, I hate him. I hate yeah. him in the way that I hate like Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator. Yeah. Just, you're, you're you fucking piece of shit. You know, like the whole time. And so he's convincing like, too. Like it, this oh, yeah. is a person that definitely oh, exists. 
out there. There's some restraint here that's yeah. like scary. Yeah. He's reminds me of no shortage of modern politicians. Yes. Like uh, yeah. absolutely. So uh he, he gets the code name Condor, which he thinks is sweet and makes him a badass. Oh god, uh, he really does. That's oh modern politician, man. Like seriously. It, and then you get this this Admiral Harpoon. He gets him up to speed. Now, Harpoon, you'll remember from the um, SAC headquarters at the beginning who leaves. And on the way out, he stops and turns to the kid and says, good luck, son. And the kid's like, kick his comedy ass, sir, or whatever. <laughs> and like, and yeah. I was just, he's like, you're fucking toast, kid. You know, like, <laughs> just, I just want one person to look into your eyes and be like, I know what's happening here before you, you know, get vaporized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's on he's on E4. He's he's the one who's in charge of basically kind of advising the president going forward as it stands. <laughs> and he gets it. He doesn't want to escalate. Yeah. He knows that, like, yeah. this shit can't go out of hand because, like, fucking there'll be nothing left. Like, what's the point? He, he even has a great line later. He's like, you're just killing like nature you're killing like you're killing god's gifts work. at this point yeah yeah it's fucking awesome like that's a great line oh, yeah. anyway so yeah, yeah harpoon gets him up to speed he lets him in on what the soviet president said in forms of the china situation and he says that they're pretty much even with regards to the second option about matching damage roll credits unfortunately <laughs> colonel fargo is there and he wants to keep it going god he's, he's just rip torn it's just such a fucking, like, impish goblin motherfucker in this movie. He really is. He's such a great fucking actor, like, but he plays such a bastard in this film. And God, he does it so straight I love face him as an actor. Believe. I hate him in this Yeah. Movie. Like, he, he doesn't have a mustache. That's the worst part of it. <laughs> God, no, he, yeah. All I think about is, is, like, Freddy Got Fingered is, like, as the father. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is what his actually that's what his job was in that movie. He's like he's actually a retired general. Oh god. Well, yeah. he, this is the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that he, he somehow well, he doesn't retire. Uh, no, anyway, so he, <laughs> it turns out Condor is kind of inclined. He's he's like I agree with Fargo. He doesn't want to lose. And barring that, he doesn't want the Soviets to win. And it's just like, that's I, his only It's a dragged out scene too because like they give him a moment where he's like he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. Yeah. He's thinking about it. What is he yeah. going to think about? Now we got to win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's, there's all these. Mo- that's the anxiety part. Where those moments where you think he's gonna fucking get it. Yeah. That's what the genius of that character is. It's just yeah. this like moment where you're like, huh? Yeah, maybe this is a bad yeah. idea, and he never does. Well, you would think that anybody who would think about this for more than five, anybody with reason, anybody who is not an egomaniac, uh, it, who thinks about this for to. more than five yeah, it's seconds? Impossible situation. Would not treat this like a fucking game. Yeah, like it, and you can yeah. see the comfort in treating it like a game, though, because like he's thinking yeah. about this, and I'm just thinking, what an impossible situation you're in, sir. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's it, it, it there's oh. more comfort. It's selfish. It's selfish, but like I think there is a comfort in thinking about it. Like, no, we have to, like it's a game. We have to win. Like, well, I, I just I I think that like depending on your fucking yeah. just mature yeah. at all like what have you been exposed to do you understand the risk of this have yeah, you when ever, was the last like, time you're the we... fucking secretary of the interior are they going to show you what we have when was the you last I mean? time like, we like had a mature politician like let's be real here oh it's right i mean this guy this guy exists today oh yeah I mean, that, that's oh, yeah that's what's so fucking everybody terrifying. in every country yeah. this guy this was more than likely manifested in several people of our last uh 
administration. I'd say last cabinet. eight, ten years, oh, twelve yeah. years. It doesn't even. matter what country. You're I mean, in, you know, I think that every yeah, every government. We, well, I mean, we saw that all through W's fucking administration. I mean, this guy is like, he's like, like a dumber Cheney. Yeah, you know, like there's, it's just, it, it's weird. It's really fucking weird, man. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like they, there, there's a, a gigantic. It triggered a lot of fucking memories for me. Yeah, you know, just of that era of even like Schwarzenegger movie bad guy kind of stuff. You know, like just everything of that era was some caricature of like this mentality. Yeah, yeah. Of, we can't lose We're American hero. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. You know, and, and you know, like so. Harpoon doesn't want this to happen. He doesn't want escalation. Yeah, and so he's just like, well. I'm going to be in my bunk. And he, <laughs> he tries to duck the fuck out with the football. And like, you know, Fargo's like, uh, aren't you forgetting something? And in case, yeah, you know, in case you don't know, the football is the nuclear football, which is literally just a suitcase with like the launch codes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, and he, he like, he's like, oh, yeah. oh, And he comes over and he gives it to him and he explains to him what it is. in very great detail. And it just gets Condor hard. He just, he's just like, he, fuck yeah man i got the big button he's very much uh the the fucking weird mutant captain guy at the end of sunshine you know, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he like he wants to be the last human alive to turn out the lights like that's his vibe yeah yeah and uh that, that character gets less and less ridiculous as time goes on huh? <laughs> history will remember me Right. Uh, what history? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Harpoon tries this fucker. He tries to get out of the room with the launch codes. He gets called back. And he has to go through that serious side eye from Fargo. That side eye is incredible. It's just like, wow, oh, fuck. It, it's like almost its own character. Um, and Condor orders Alice to follow up with the subs and the bombs. Now Alice doesn't like it, and he tries to stall. But Condor is like really pushy about it. He's like, "You stalling, son? You like what's up? You know?" And he, he's he's really being a dick about it. Now, meanwhile, back on the B-52, Gasty and Moreau rather quickly decide that, like, their orders are bug-fucking-sane crazy. Now, I'm skipping a scene with them that we're going to talk about at the end. It's a big scene. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in this movie because it's fucking ridiculous. But for now, we're going to skip past that. We're going to get to the moment where they're just like, hey, this is not a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. we we're like we have orders and all that and we're gonna have to have that conversation but like take take just extrapolate on the situation as it stands like is the world gonna be better with more or less nukes on the ground and um what's really crazy about it is that like moreau makes a good argument <laughs> and she convinces cassidy yeah like in the in the scene they, there's no real back and forth here she just gets him to think about it for a hot second and he's just like i'm not unreasonable even though my head is way too big yeah for i mean up until this point yeah <laughs> up until this point i i've really i really enjoyed moreau as a character um, yeah. Oh, yeah like her yeah. acting um Re- but, rebecca de mornay is great and also the oh, she's... just yeah the back and forth between moreau and cassidy up until this point is like uh i don't know it it's also really interesting seeing the mentality behind like these kind of end of the world shock jockey pilots. Essentially, doesn't he yeah. like offer her a cyanide pill at one point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that well, we'll talk about yeah that I think later. No, no, it's this is uh, it's in this yeah. moment. It's, it's about this in this moment, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he, he gives her a bottle of cyanide and says, "Yo, you're relieved." 
and then like she's getting ready to leave and he he, he stops her and he's just like look i can't fucking make you do this like, yeah I need it's such leave. a quick switch right. too because he's like yeah. she's taking her shit off her her helmet off and like you know i'm done we're not fucking you know doing this well you know you remember back to the beginning of the movie he he kind of does this weird rank we're not allowed to regulations yeah. kind of actually be fucking thing and so Which, she takes a cab i mean back it to is base. it is kind of a thing you know that's you're not a thing. supposed to right. sleep around so shitty. You know, your like, well, no and that's that's why well that's why that never happens in the novel like that guy was like trying to get as close to the protocol as yeah. possible in his novel yeah this is a little bit different kind of i think for the audience to humanize them a little bit yeah. more uh which i i don't like but yeah. they did a great job with the material. And, you know, it, it's like the one cheesy note that I'll allow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just like, eh, it doesn't fuck me up. It, it's fine. Because, yeah. you know, I, I know what really happens at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. So, um, anyway, uh, they, uh, they decide the orders are bug fuck. And they decide that they're going to convince the crew to abort. So, they... they fucking cassidy gets up he, he goes up to to hooker and he, he's just like hey man um we're not gonna do this shit yeah this shit's fucking nuts yeah and hooker's like okay sir you know he's like all right i'm with my captain you know like that, that's what's up well major whatever colonel whatever the fuck he is major he's a major, he's a major. Yeah. anyhow um and tyler who has been increasingly losing <laughs> shit up to this point and like he gets into like a fucking fist fight yeah, and gets knocked the fuck down and put back in his. He seat. has lost like his Cassidy. Shit. Yeah, he's because lost. He's his like, shit. like yeah. he, well, he's so ready to it drop. He's, yeah, he's emergency uh, scenario like order. Or, what was it? Exo? Or, no, what the fuck did he say? I was over and over again. Hmm. Uh, he's like, I am. Oh, the uh, 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 Eso or something. He's like, a, a, he's ready for war like this yeah. i do the thing that we're here to do because he's like this is how he has come to terms with the fact that his like baby and kid and wife and everything and they're fucking dead. yeah so let's he's like all right fine we fucking pay back yeah let's chart like this guy's rapid descent into madness so like they see the bomb at first and so this guy's you know family is gone and i think he's like chatting with uh radner next to him well not chatting but he's like you know uh I, what does he say exactly? He's like, um, he can accept that. Uh, he's like, meet me halfway. Yeah. He's like, he's like, okay, th- it happened. Okay, the base is gone, but like, but but, but she's still alive. Yeah, it's like it's trying to like, like he's get reassured. He's trying to reason. Yeah, he's bargaining. He's bargaining. Bargain. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get oh, reassurance God. that like, like it, yeah. the world is not fucking his world, especially. Is at not at one point. At he one needs point, something he also, to remain yes. human. Like he hears, he hears the uh, the radio, and it's like a local radio station. So he's like, "Oh, there's signs of life, you know. Every yep. the people like it. This is all just a drill." He literally says, "This is a simulation." At one point, yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that's some and just like dude. that combined with like the lighting and the look of the tech, very keep, very CP keep, moment there. He he predicted Gamergate. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. God, that fucking yeah, this like his descent. Yeah, he's a, he's an incredibly like he kills everyone, but he's an incredibly tragic character because yeah. it's like yeah, how, do, yeah, how no. do you process the fact that like yeah everything you know is like not only gone but like just erased like the town mm-hmm. not just the fact that the people you love are dead which is tragic enough literally the only it's, thing you have left are memories yeah like the entire right. town yeah. 
is gone. Yeah. Spokane's gone. The base is gone. Like the crew's gone. Uh, the fucking cool ass afterburner coin op video game in the uh, area, the, the eating area. Yeah. yeah. I okay. loved that. Yeah. <laughs> that is hands down one of my favorite arcade games of all time. I'm incredibly bad at it now. Uh, but I, I used to love the one you sat inside. Oh, that was you. the. Oh, yeah. That, I played that. Oh. Anyhow. Oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, I, I kind of get why Tyler snapped a little bit. Now. Um, anyway, <laughs> so he he gets put back in his seat because Cassidy got him with like two good right hooks, just put him the fuck down, and he's got a bloody nose, and he's like, "I'm fine, fuck you, you're a coward," mm-hmm. and he he decides he's gonna go and shoot him. Yeah. So he he asks if uh you know the uh, radar uh, next to him is like, "Hey, you uh." You wore ready dog, you know, and he sneaks out of his seat again with his pistol. So yeah. he, he climbs up a level to the flight deck. Booker's drinking the rest of the Coke that he grabbed. There's a nice bit of continuity. He he ran with that into the plane. He's had that the entire time. Oh, like, God, that's that's. <clears throat> I noticed it the second time because I was like, where the fuck did he get a Coke? And then you see it like when the alarm goes off, he grabs it from the table and runs with it. You see him running with it. I was like. This motherfucker still's got a coke. That's great. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, he he doesn't see Tyler coming up the steps, and it's not until Moreau turns around. He's like, "Tyler, what the fuck?" Right? That like Hooker kind of like knocks. He, he runs up behind him. They knock the gun away, and then uh, what's his name? Radnor. Yeah, Radnor. grabs the gun. Radnor's got the gun. He's got it aimed at Tyler. Tyler backs up to Hooker's seat. Strap. Well, doesn't even strap himself in. He, it's a jump seat. He fucking just hits a jump. Yeah. And, and because they're so high up, it sucks. Radnor and Hooker out with. Yeah, him. this yeah. is a suicide. It's because, like, fucking the way planes sucks. work, you hit the ejector seat, the plane is done. It's going to depress <laughs> Yeah. Like, they're not. The- well, no, these are built. This could do. Th- like, this isn't. This isn't unheard of. Like, oh, the, yeah. it, it's. There's not a lot of like a P fifty two is not. It's going to take a lot more to bring that fucker. Down, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. these things are engineered for this kind of shit, right? It knocks Moreau out because of the pre- depressurization. She does yeah. not have her mask. Dude was on. She doesn't to, have her mask on. She didn't have her mask on, right? Because she turned around without even her helmet on and stuff. So fucking Cassie manages to reach over, you know, get the oxygen to her face and bring the plane down to where like air pressure is not going to be so bad. It's still going to be windy, and then suddenly you don't hear it anymore, which. <laughs> fine yeah <laughs> it's true i didn't think of that because you know how fucking loud that would be it's just a it would be louder than god <laughs> yeah like you you got to understand that it's like a big hole like in your you're plane. not traveling at supersonic speeds you have eight like turbojet <sighs> fucking engines yeah and then just air sucking out of a 300 400 yeah, mile was, an hour vehicle like it's i was half yeah. expecting them to like i don't know put some plastic on it or something like do something i thought maybe they would have some I, for this eventuality know, but i guess not there's just a hole in the plane now in 30 some fucking years i have always thought that they would have like a little kachunk that would just like kind of vacuum seal into or the thing you know for, yeah. you put in from the inside which i i, I every time i see this movie i expect it to happen and it Never, ever. You're happened. not going to use some duct tape and like, plastic or something like just. So not, well, that wouldn't I work. I'm talking about you would need a fucking like like vacuum kind of panel sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's not the expanse. 
per- perhaps the you know the the weird uh, Ashcroft looking alien from Alien Resurrection. There you go. You know, it's like <laughs> so a big uh, fuck anyway, off so, hole plane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Wait. Let me. I, I, we actually got to the end of that page. Let me turn the page. <laughs> so th- this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie as well. Um, there's this little kid walking with a stick in the middle of the fuck night. Yeah. <laughs> during full nuclear annihilation <laughs> and he's just having a nice little stroll and he happens to come upon um uh, uh, uh peter mcnichol who's kind of like got a compound fracture in his arm he's kind of laying on top of the president because he's just he's trying his, he's best, doing man. his job man you know <laughs> he's doing he's really like he's, let me keep him warm because you know the president you don't know this yet but the president's blind as fuck and he broke both of his legs so like he's not in a great way, but he's alive and the, the kids just like <laughs> doesn't say anything does he like he, he just like, kind of gets closer and then like peter mcnichols is like hey i have the president with me and the kid fucks right <laughs> off like you should <laughs> some weird white people in the woods what the fuck look I, I don't know it might mean the end of all humanity but i'll tell you what you see a motherfucker in the woods who's laying with another dude like just bloody as fuck and he says to you i have the president with me you you are under no obligation to stick around <laughs> Your your odds on that being true are so low. <laughs> I love it. This, that kid's probably my favorite character because of what he does next. Oh, I, I love it. Well, yeah. So like they come back. Oh, it comes back with his family. Like so, this older like, older lady and I guess some dudes and like the kid just starts poking the, the kid awesome. starts poking the president with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> No, he pokes Peter McNichol yeah. like with a broken arm, right? He like pokes him in the shoulder, and she's like, she hits him. Like his mom hits him. She's like, don't you fucking do that, you oh, know? Like, God, it's so human and oh, real. God, like I the kid it. went and got help, at, you know, and he didn't have to, but like, and just some weird, he white, did. Some weird white people in the woods. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maybe the rest of them came back with sticks and was like, do we have to beat? Yeah, this exactly. They're like, aren't they still in like Louisiana? I, like. That's what I'm thinking. It was near like, well, here's the thing. That was the president's chopper. If he's leaving here, like, I don't know how long he was it's flying. It was predominantly but I think it advanced like black people. So what part of it? That came to him. Yeah. But I don't think he made it to Baton Rouge because if he was flying to Dover, Dover's east okay. of here. It's like east of Baltimore and Annapolis. So it's, it's like, like closer to Annapolis. Yeah. You know, like, and he, he might've been just taken down in the country. Yeah. I think that's, you know, like, cause like it, it that's what it looked like it looked like he was kind of like he wasn't in a major dense city he was kind of between places and it turned out that he was near i want to say it was like only massachusetts or something like that or, or maryland yeah. like that he ends up getting taken to a fema camp is the point and um he finds out that like when he gets there after they kind of stabilize him a little bit they they find out he, he finds out that condor's being a fucking asshole <laughs> he's like oh like, great now we have a civil war to fucking deal with Right, right. And, and like, the, the, I love this bit where, like, the Soviet president manages to get on the horn with the guy operating the radio at the FEMA place. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you need to get off this frequency. And this guy goes on, this scene goes on like four seconds it's too so long. so long because but, no one believes it's real. <laughs> right. And they're not actually having a conversation. It just sounds like he's talking to a broadcast of someone speaking Russian. Yeah. It's not like they're having a back and forth. Eventually they start talking. So eventually. Eventually they do because he gets the director in, and and uh, 
the the guy explains on the radio because this movie is all about exposition this is exactly what's happening right now and i'm going to say it with my character to tell you what's happening right now it's so good like i hate it like when it's shitty this is the whole yeah. movie <laughs> yeah. yeah and this is where the guy's just like yeah, bring me the director of the fema camp we heard that his chopper went down we think it's there because apparently intelligence really works when it needs to i in this guess movie. And so they get yeah. over. No, that's that's the most unbelievable thing about this entire movie yeah. is that everything. This is where it goes a little perfect. off the rails. Yeah. They, this this one broadcast happened to make it to the one FEMA camp that they happened to know that the president was at, but yeah. like the rest of the American government doesn't know. This. Yeah, I'm like, how? It's, yeah, it's fucking. It's because we have bureaucracy in the way. You know, it's like you got to open a click, open a card, and read the back, and open up a book, and then look at the book, and then <laughs> find out. Bureaucracy really oh, yeah. is the villain of this movie, isn't it? It really is. This has a lot in common with Shin Godzilla. <laughs> and uh, This really fucking does. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God, Brazil. So, uh, anyway, the Soviet president manages to make contact with, like, radio operator and stuff. And then the shelter director talks to the Soviet president but thinks it's a fucking hoax and kind of fucks That's incredible. Off. That was incredible. This is... This is yeah. the, President comes to tells you know uh, Peter McNichol he's like yeah I'm blind dog and <laughs> Peter McNichol's just like oh hey by the way um, fucking uh, president of Russia was like trying to get a hold you never of get him. a name of and, by the way no 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 president the, the president of the United States I think they say his name one yeah, time I think they do yeah uh, it's like Johnny no he calls somebody <laughs> Johnny but like I don't think they because like in the credits it's listed like in IMDb it's the president no okay so Martin Landau all right, fair enough they don't name either of them all right. Yeah, it's 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 fine, and uh, you know the the shelter director comments on how rude the Soviet president was. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't. He's think like, what did he say? Because he was rude. And then he's like, well, what did he say? And he's like, he's like, you couldn't find your ass with two hands and a hunting dog. And he's <laughs> like, oh, that's my guy. He's like, yeah, that's him. It's incredible. I, I love this love fucking it. like the dude, the director of the FEMA camp is like this bespeckled, balding white dude. And it's just the matter of like, I am here I'm, to be a dork. Yeah, he's a dork. He's like, he couldn't repeat the curses that he said. That was the other thing. He His fucking yeah. aide had to like tell him because he was there. But like the idea that yeah. like you hung up on someone who was saying they were this, the, the Russian president because they were rude. And yeah. this is a nuclear like, apocalypse. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? There must be some decorum, even as I am being vaporized <laughs> and like, turned into a shadow <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> The fuck a out bunch of, here. of unwashed assholes who just got nuked are going to eat you alive, and you're worried about that. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, this is why we'll. So, so, well, yeah, the the president gets him to wheel his ass over to the radio. He's like, "Let me talk to this fool, right?" And so they they, they come to an agreement over like an hour long pause and hostilities, and then like the president he has to scramble to like sort shit out because now we're on a clock. We got it's like one hour at the end. It, it, the way it works is. Some ICBMs are just launched. They take about a half hour to get where they're going. Okay. Simultaneously, they launch the bombers, which take about eight hours to get to their targets, depending on where they're deployed. And then the subs come up after seven hours to receive orders. Says they don't want to be traceable. They want them to scoot their asses as close to like tactical positions as possible. And amongst, you know, we find out over the course of some exposition at some point, the subs are carrying 6,000 fucking warheads. So... So if they pop, it's over. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, you yeah. throw an ace deuce and everybody gets to start over. That's the other that thing. That's happens. not just going to be Russia at that point if you fire, like, that many nukes. At. That's going to be, like, that entire, like, it's going to be all of Europe, all of that. It's world. so much. 
Well, it's so much a vault wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, you just, you're, I mean, we're talking thousands of years of radiation. It's yeah. Just, like you, that's just not going to affect that one country. No, I mean, as it is at this stage of things, it's pretty fucked up. There's going to be a lot of extra cancer cases going on here, you know, going forward. This is like the prologue to another movie, honestly. Yeah. This 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 is the prequel to Fallout. Yeah. (laughs) Like that or fucking uh, Command and Conquer. Yeah. 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 Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) There's a lot of them. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, they 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 sort those some shit out, and simultaneously, like while the president's talking to the Soviet president, Alice notices that like Cassidy and Moreau's B fifty two has aborted its run. But then also, the Soviet squadron that was like going to intercept them has turned back as well. And you know that's yeah, you know, the president knows about all this. He's like you know the the Soviet president was just like we saw one of your bombers turn back, which the president did fucking know. And he's like and he's like and in response, I turned my squadron back, you know and. I- you know, I, I know, like, again, I, I know I, I kind of skipped a really big part with, like, them, but we're going to get back into, like, the pilot stuff at the end, because Alice really tries to talk Condor out of escalation. Yeah, yeah. He tries to, you know, he's like, we got to call the remaining bombers back so this shit can stop. But instead, Condor sends U.S. carrier-based fighters to shoot down Cassidy and Moreau. Well, there's, you know, there's a lot of moments like this in the movie where there's resistance from, like, a from uh, somebody subordinate, and they who's really good confirm. at their job, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's the thing. Like they are true believers. They have this. They're like this is. Well, like, I know what the, the same orders thing are. With, this uh, is fucking wild. With harpoon, like same, like mm-hmm. same thing there. You know, and they, harpoon's a fucking hero. Yeah. yeah, he is. And there's there's a moment. They have a really good scene on uh, on the uh, the the bomber, the B fifty two, between Cassidy and Moreau, where uh, where Moreau is like, she doesn't want to drop a bomb on people, and mm-hmm. uh, or she doesn't want to carry out her orders, and mm-hmm. this is this is right before uh, Cassidy offers her, you know, the cyanide pills, but uh, right, I. But yeah, he's like Cassidy's like you know what? If you don't do it, then someone else is gonna step up and do it. Oh god! Uh, mm-hmm. So, and that's yeah. Oh, that's like man. the most it's, fucked reasoning though, because it's like, hey, someone else is gonna be a murderer, so you might as well be too. Like, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> well, well, he's he's trying to point out that there's no point in like. There's nothing that she can do about the situation. Yeah, but he's saying that without realizing well, you, you, that like shit's breaking down. Like no one wants yeah. to. Really you also, do this. Yeah. well, you gotta you gotta remember the 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 little sequence right that like led up to this moment where you know she's checking the codes and stuff, and then they get the Trinity code, you know, to figure out what their targets are. Yeah, or they get that little like teletape or whatever, and, and she's like looking it up, and she's like, "Well, we're supposed to go here." Cassie's like, "Well, fuck, it's you know." It's a bunker. It's a leadership bunker. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah, right, like, right, right. she's like, you dumb fuck. She's like, you you need to keep someone alive to turn this off. Yeah. They, they like, use you can't that just phrase kill the leadership. Several times throughout the movie, which I really, mm-hmm. I, I like that. Like, we have to turn this off. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, that a line, nuclear every time war, it is delivered. Yeah. Like, a nuclear war is a fucking Ugh. computer. It's a machine. Television. It, it, because yeah. everyone's supposed it's, to follow their orders and do the thing because automatically, because that's what's supposed to happen. But, like, yeah, you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to, <laughs> you know, that's the, that's like the entire point of the movie is like, you're not a machine. Like, you could, like, not, yeah. you could just not. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if people actually broke protocol more often in this movie, this wouldn't have happened in the first place. I don't think it, it'd be a half an hour. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because the terror. Because like when yeah. you get to the, when you get to the, like minute forty, like because that's that's like we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, it's ugh, there's so much. There's so much. Like, we're pretty far into the movie in the telling. Yeah. Yeah, we so even far. know. Like, like, I only have a few. They pages even left. like. Don't they say at that point too that like they we even know like who dropped the nuke, which was like some sort of terrorist organization. In yeah. it was a they were they were it was a Soviet like splinter yeah. group who said that they did not like their um increasing softening relations with like the United States of America. Yeah, they, they wanted, wanted to keep to... shit real. And this is also different from a book, which I'll get into later, which is kind of interesting. Like what the guy thought was going to happen, like the reasoning in 1983 is a little bit different and it's like, Oh fuck that came back. Didn't it? So, um, anyway, so Alice at this point, right. This is like, Alice hesitates. Doesn't want to send fucking fighters to like intercept. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's it. like these are our people. They get it. He gets it. We get it. Why the fuck don't you get it? Point, yeah, it's really kind of what's yeah, going on. At this off. point, you're just wasting resources to like execute traitors. <laughs> like, it, yeah, he's 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 running out. He's running out of cigarettes. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the bits with the cigarettes are just oh, great. God, they're great. James Earl Jones <laughs> is just he's a he's a treasure. Yeah, he's great. I love. A, it. I love. This is the I love second. That, yeah, this is the second movie that he was in. Uh, Involving, he was in a big uh, fucking warplane. Yeah, and uh, involving Doctor Strange con- conflict. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he must have had Dr. a thing about this, about this kind of story. So it mattered to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. he was awesome in this. Yeah, like so he's good. so fucking good in this. Like everybody is actually really good in this movie. Yeah. but it's just so fun to watch him play this role because he's got some really good fucking moments in it. It really does. It's really great I mean, to like see this because he conveys authority really well in this film. And he does. Him and Kelso have great yes. chemistry. That too. That too. <laughs> he has such authority, and it's so, so great to see him kind of like flip on it really yeah. hard. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the break. That's another like the breaking down of yeah. protocol to be like. Uh, oh well, yeah, because this is the moment where like Fargo whispers in Condor's ear that they don't need Looking Glass to send orders, so Condor cuts comms. He's just like, "Fuck you! I don't need Alice anymore." Yeah, that's it. Just cuts him loose. Yeah, and so like, so this 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 is where the movie goes completely bonkers, babe shit crazy for me, and I love it. Oh God! The president gets a hold of Alice and like convinces him to recall the bombers, but he can't do the subs because he is Air Force, and Air Force can't give orders to the oh, Navy. Oh God! And also, and also, upon conflicting orders, the subs launch based on the first orders. Oh God! So there's the there's a lot like of neat little tricks that could fuck the world up yeah. here in the following several it's, minutes. It's like it's designed specifically for that purpose. Like yeah, yeah, I love I love how incredibly efficient and dangerous that makes everything constantly. Well, you gotta you gotta think about it a little bit. Like you don't want it to be too easy. <laughs> And there yeah. are certainly a lot of steps here, but at yeah. the same time, but like every step people... you add, well, it's like it's like a machine. The yeah. more parts you have, the more the chance you have to fucking have a part break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, the more chance that like, and the people who do manage to like follow protocol to the letter are like the wrong the the people who should not have that authority yeah. in this situation oh yeah yeah that's the problem is well that was yeah 
Well, another thing Moreau brings up, she's like, yeah, we have like personality tests. Do you think any of these fucking leaders have had one? Of oh, those? yeah, that's a good point. That's a good one. I actually really like I really she's, like that one, actually. She brings the fire in that. Yeah. Argument. Like yeah. it's basically she's like, these are all the problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, really so like so so they're over the Pacific. These two Navy fighters flank Cassidy and Moreau. And uh, the fighters like recommend a water landing and rescue because they really don't want to shoot them down. They're kind of cool. Kinda cool yeah. because, it, honestly, because they're like, they're fucking with them a little bit too. Cause they're like, what do you want to give yeah. us black hood too? Like, and yeah. they're like, man, we really don't like, you know, we're following orders, you know, like we really yeah. don't yeah, want to like, kind of do this. We're all on the same side. <laughs> well, what, what I really love about this moment too, is that like out the window, you see the carrier and then poof, here are the planes. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, because that happens. Yeah. Like, I... Did they wait? Did you not pick them up on radar? What the oh, fuck? Yeah. Guess what happens? That's how magical our... Uh... I also really enjoy... You see at one point, one of the pilots gives uh, Cassidy a thumbs up. He's not wearing a glove. Yeah. I thank you! <laughs> I have that note. <laughs> and I didn't notice it until the second viewer. I was like, what the fuck is he doing without gloves? His <laughs> fingers would have fallen off. Yeah, it'd be freezing. Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, anyway. not if he was like jerking it. Oh, there you go. Flight, yeah, yeah, stick jockey. What I'm saying. Listen, it's um, the end of the world. Just might as well, you know, rub one out before. Well, at least he's ready because moments later, his fucking ship is exploded. That must be the most terrifying yeah. thing as a pilot ever to be like, yeah, your our ca- yeah, your carrier this, got blown up. Where what now? This did not. <laughs> this did not occur to me until like until I watched this. Oh yeah, they even say in the middle oh, of the Pacific. There is a lot yeah. of ways to get fucked yeah. if you are an airplane they say or if you are a fuel to like get here and do the thing yeah he said he said he said he blew half they're f-18s he blew half his fuel just getting up there yeah <laughs> like his job was basically to go up there say the thing shoot the thing and then land yeah. because he's fucked otherwise like these things are just you know they're not like cruising altitude we're gonna make it like no, no they put them on a boat for a fucking reason yeah. you know it's like they carry break, a ton of weaponry and yeah yeah meant to protect the ferrier do whatever you know like so they break off and they wish Cassie and Moreau luck as they fly off, presumably to eject somewhere over the Pacific. God. And it's, yeah. it's this like, you know, this is the part of the movie where I'm just sitting there going like all these people are dead. <laughs> like, yeah. just like, There's so many moments yeah. where I had to like, think about it. Like in the people who got sucked out of the plane too, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah. is that like the worst way to die? To be like, you eject ah, out of it. And you're like, well, I guess I just hit the ocean and like float for a little bit until I'm dead. I'd say well, the kind the, of burns they, well, that they, heal slowly but last a long time would be the worst way to go in this scenario. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't get vaporized, but you don't just kind of get blinded. You know, like there's something in the middle there where you like you're blinded, but also suffering for the well, rest of your fucking if you existence. Are, if you are falling from, you know, a mile plus uh, in the air. Uh, during a thunderstorm. Yeah. Well, like if you're if you're falling from a great height, my point is that. There's barely any difference between the surface of water and like a solid surface. So what you're saying, you, you would be dead. Oh yeah. On so what you're saying is, no it would be wor- worse if your ejector seat actually worked and didn't kill you. Yeah, because yes. ejector seats yes, are actually would. well known because to like you just would kill drown. You. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what's what's really funny about this is that they'd actually have to slow down to terminal velocity before they hit the water. Yeah. Like that's that's if they didn't hit like. Well, I mean, those things are cleared. The first guy probably cleared. 
the fin in the back, but I don't know about the other two. Yeah, no. Like yeah, they might have, yeah. they might have banged a couple things in the way. Oh God! Yeah. Regardless, existentially terrifying. I have seen so many movies where there's like some weird alien abduction, and that still scares me more than any of them. Yeah, because it's just like ah, that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I watch that TikTok of that dude who got up and sang like that Christian song on the plane. I'm like, that's the moment. <laughs> that's pretty, yeah. That's when I pull the door. Um, <laughs> just see what happens, you know. Uh, anyway, so the president then contacts this Condor asshole and tells him to back down. But Condor, being an asshole, treats the president as an imposter because Fargo is whispering in his ear about how the Soviets have really good impersonators. Is he supposed yeah. to be? So this goes nowhere. Supposed to be like some sort of Soviet expert too. Like that's the reason this guy like right. talks with authorities. Yeah. Like he understands like soviet tech and their capabilities and whatnot i mean i I think he 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 convinced them of that in the same way that dude that created killology convinces people yeah Yeah. probably the the fucking psycho like i know about yeah like any of us could have that job where i'm like i know soviet technology too what are what are uh what are soviet jets i don't know tinfoil and thrusters like right and he's just like yeah but they they have so much intel on us man and he doesn't have any proof he's just saying shit (laughs) yeah he's he's on the boat he's on the plane with everybody else it's just the way uh, he projects so much on what the Soviets are thinking because that's what he's thinking because he's a cynical piece of shit yeah they're all bastards why wouldn't they think this the thing I'm thinking about let's kill them yeah exactly Exactly. Well, and that's that's how he convinces Condor to launch, you know, to let's give the kill green them light before the they subs. kill us, you know, because right. or, it's, or at least kill it's going to happen because this this God's green earth won't live without another fucking American, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like it's God, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, how Allison Looking Glasses crew then agree to ram Condor's plane. <laughs> It's yeah. such a quick decision, too. And they're like, yeah, we got to do yeah. it. And everyone on the crew, I guess, is cool with this because they're so... They're yeah, they're, they're talking about, like, the pilot of uh, of Air Force One. And yeah. he's like... Uh, Alice is like, I think we get a couple moments with this guy. And then we start to real... Does, he, he has a line where he's like, um, aren't we, like, trying to... Isn't the point to, like stop all this turn this off yeah. right yeah he, he, yeah aren't, aren't we trying to stop because yeah, they're saying because they, yeah. he, he starts getting like what they were talking about which is winning well, he, well alice alice was saying that he's like he's not he knows the pilot of air force one and that he's good and right. uh that's our foreshadowing yeah, yeah um but he's like he makes a note that he that you know since he's good they might not be able to pull that off they might not be able to ram right him, but right because they're like in identical ships you know, yeah. or planes, and they're traveling. Uh, they, well, at the moment, they're kind of weaving in and out of clouds of radiation that they can see on their radar. Yeah, it's so um, wild to like how much of this takes place on these these planes, and it's just they're like tiny, cramped, you know, mobile bases. Oh, it's nightmare! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's incredible that it could be so but interesting. Like, but the yeah, room, like, it's yeah. such a small space. Yeah, the room yeah. with like the big. The biggest room I think that they filmed that in was that I uh, um was like the little oval office yeah. thing that they had. It's a very, yeah, 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 like it's a very the hunt for red October is like goofy it's map. such a yeah. it's such a cramped movie, but yet like cloths are it's enthralling at the same time where I'm like, no, there's action, it's moving, but like 
it's so few people and like so few space. It's like it's not an action movie by any means, but like yeah, again, right. it, it yeah. like we don't really see what the devastation is because like this is about like what caused the devastation, you know? Yeah. Right. They, they, well, th- that's, I think, what makes it even more uh-huh. terrifying is that it leaves you to kind of piece fucking together. Like, they'll show you, like, a s- scene of this, scene of that. Uh, we're going to get to the best one. Like, oh, my later. God. Like, so, so, like, Condor, you know, with this cool-ass pilot, he's, he straightens uh, Condor's, you know, E4, they, they, they straighten out. So now they're, like, matching, you know, an aircraft traveling at identica speeds, and they, things just look fucking lost, right? That is until... You know, one of these night watch pilots starts a long, slow arc, essentially kind of offering its belly to looking glass. And they have time to salute each other. <laughs> they get yeah. to see each other from the cockpits yeah. and they salute each other before they ram. Yeah. And it's incredible. They just, they ran, they, it, it just cuts to black and an explosion. And it's, that set off a few things in my head. And then, like, the, you know, so. The president then somehow manages to issue a stand-down order. So the war is over, and Cassidy and Moreau fly off into the sunset, and it's a happy ending if you don't know anything about nuclear. (laughs) I'm like, it's a remarkably chipper ending, considering the world's ended, and there's like... I mean, it it really is. Like, like the the, the fucking planes crash midair. Two American government planes. One, like, totally mutinies and treasons another, or whatever. Yeah, because this dude's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And so that blows up, and then they cut to this text that talks about how like all that just happened, and then like the the, the big caps text, the message that was sent was something like "cease all hostilities, return to alert status," and I was just like, "Right." That's, so you know, move from that panic to this, you know, standard static panic that we usually do all the time. Kind of, sort of going back to status quo, I guess. So that's good. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't really learn anything. We learned nothing. Gain nothing. Yeah. And we yeah. shall hopefully return to that now. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're going to take a second and talk about the coolest scene in the movie. <laughs> so it's about like 40 minutes-ish. And yeah. Oh my god, this fucking thing. Like, uh, Hexen, like, what do you... What, yeah. I want your take on the majesty of this scene. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's it's Yeah. Polar Bear 1, which I didn't say the whole time. I just kept saying oh, it, but that's, that's Cassidy and Moreau. I fucking forgot point. they yeah. fucking named it that. Oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So it's being intercepted by three Soviet MiGs, right? They're they're headed straight for each other. Yeah. The Polar Bear 1 throws out some chaff. They fire two missiles at it. The missiles take the chaff. Then they circle around. And get and this is, Hooker gets yeah. on this awesome fucking tail gun camera system and shoots one of the planes down. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, and so then, far it's like, all right, cool. What cool. my dog fight. Yeah. Cool. cool. This is. <laughs> they mentioned something about getting low. There's a ridge about seven miles out. We got to fly low, so they take the plane down with some really crazy out the window matting, like you know, projection shit that doesn't really yeah. work. You know, yeah. but it's like ah, that's crazy. And like that plane would break apart if it moved like that. Like, yeah, they're not designed for that at all. And then Moreau, being the fucking genius, suggests dropping a nuke. Oh my god. <laughs> I wasn't sure what she was suggesting at first, and I'm like, what yeah, did you say? Because it's fucking crazy. It's insane. Yeah. It is. Like, it's fucking use awesome. millions of text. What was it? What'd you say? <laughs> if it works. If it works. Yeah, yeah. If it yeah, works. It work. <laughs> now, we should mention just a little bit before this, they did a timing run where basically they would go through, like, you know, at this, you know, at this many seconds you do this, this many seconds you do this, blah, blah, blah. Here comes a shockwave. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, they don't 
they don't hit any of the stuff, but they know that they got this. They got the fucking sequence down. They're on time. Everything checks out. So they, they try to apply that here. And the idea is they're going to drop the nuke on, we'll say the East side of a giant Ridge mountain situation. And where it detonates and they, it doesn't matter. They're on their way to run like at Alaska. Who fucking knows? Like they're, I don't know. I don't know what their flight path was, but like they've come to Canada? mountainous ridges somewhere. <laughs> no, no, no. They're way, they, they've crossed the Pacific at this point. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's okay. I think, or they're, maybe because they're being intercepted. Like, that's the thing. I'm like, did you no, drop a bomb they, to kill two Soviet planes that are just made of, by the way, do they know if they're, there are any, uh, I don't know, villages around? Yeah. <laughs> I guess fuck this place. Like, yeah. Well, well that, that was they the dropped thing. it There's, over the they, water, didn't they? No, no, it was on a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Like, they literally dropped it into the side of a mountain with the idea of it being kind of like a deflection. Yeah. Like, it was the blast, because they're air blast. Like, no nuke hits the ground. That's not the way they're supposed to work, because... What they want is that detonation pressure from above to press everything as well as plast it out. Yeah. Like every, they always talk about it as like an airburst. You know, it's always like so many feet or so many you know meters or whatever above mm-hmm. the city is the ideal place to blow one of these up. So this thing, technically, if they did it right, wasn't going to hit the mountain. It's going to blow up like just, just you know, in kind of the angle of it. And then that was going to Kamehameha the fuck out of these two planes. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> too because it's, it's just millions so of dollars of taxpayer money to kill two cheap soviet jets yeah. i love the but, oh, what else are they gonna do you spend one to save the other three i guess God. i mean that because at this point they're still on mission they're still gonna get this shit done right yeah. but like <laughs> he wants to circle around and she's like i don't want to do that because he's already <laughs> seen one <laughs> God. Oh yeah, he, but he tells he take around to see the blast uh, zone. Why? Yeah, so <laughs> it's cool, I guess. I look. <laughs> that's probably one of the more relatable moments. <laughs> you just did that. You know what I mean? You're just like, did we just fucking blow a goddamn nuke up on the side of a mountain to kill two little planes? <laughs> Let's go look at that real quick. I'm going to need to remember that for as long as I'm alive. Because that's insane. Yeah, fuck that mountain and everything around it, I guess. Oh, it's... I I love how goddamn OP that is. Like, in terms of power levels, I don't know if there's anything non, like, fucking mysterious that is, like, or not non, like, mystical that is, like, that OP in cinema. I don't know. Like, it's, it's just, the, again, the casual use of nukes and the casual, like, soaking up of radiation. Because there are people just outside in this film. Oh, it takes... It's four seconds for Cassidy. To the amount he, he was just like, that's insane. Wait a minute. No, that sounds bonkers. Let's do that. <laughs> the Jesus. amount of radiation that's just thrown around in this movie. It cannot be stressed enough. Yeah. It's, it's oh, oh God. I, I'd honestly just watch the movie. Like for nothing else. Like if this movie doesn't sound interesting to you in the least, just watch it for this scene. No, it, the whole thing is. It, a it really it's is, bonkers. but like, yeah, like it's not it bad. Really, yeah, we're making fun of it, but it's, it's really like, not. It's a really, it's deep. it's quite a good yeah. movie. It really is. Yeah. It was well done, right? Yeah. And so, like, all right, so here I got some bonus. Oh, God. Right? In the movie, in the movie, radical Soviet hardliners hijack the missile launched from Turkey because the speed ship doesn't work for them. In the book, 
The Soviet Union straight up does it in retaliation for U.S. military buildup, which it couldn't compete with. And, and interesting for like a book written in 83, that's a disturbingly yeah. accurate yeah. call. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what happened. You know, like, uh, weird. Uh, and reviews of the time were generally speaking, uh, except for this Entertainment Weekly review, which is just fucking wild. It's from like June 8th, 1990, about a month after it came out. And it just gets basic shit wrong. It, it Quote, in this one, the United States discovers the Soviet Union has launched a nuclear missile at the U.S. It's like, no, the Soviet Union launched several missiles at the U.S. after it launched a NATO one at itself. And it also has, uh, and James Earl Jones as a submarine captain. <laughs> Did they even watch the movie? What? I know! This is from fucking... God, things were just easier like, back in the day. You could just have a job and not even be, like not yeah. even know how to do it. You wouldn't have to even be good at yeah, it. Yeah, God, right? oh, man. Oh, which, yeah, is what, yeah. which, again, is what makes this movie so implausible to me, is <laughs> just the fact that everybody is competent at it was a job, better. But... It was better back in the day. I <laughs> Granted, I, I have never been part of the military anyways. No, but, but it was better back in the like, day, man. I, you could just have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I, you could be a movie reviewer who gets basic facts wrong at fucking Entertainment yeah. Weekly. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, I... You know, that, that's this movie fucked me up. Yep. All right. Like I was an impressionable 15 year old, still full of hope from that Sting song. And then the rest of that year was a morose and fucked up time that didn't end until January 21st, 1991. Or as we know it now, the true end of the Cold War, which was, of course, the day that Winds of Change by the Scorpions was released. <laughs> <laughs> American history. Yeah, so like bouncing around. What, 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 thoughts? Anything that you you, you didn't get uh, to say? Anything? Man, I what mean, you got Hexen. Hit a, hit me here. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Uh, let the uh, Ruston give their opinion. Opinion. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Shadow work. Well, I, I, I guess it's just so easy to take for granted that we're still living in a world that's not exactly post-nuclear yet. Right. Uh, and that, I mean, it just, it never seemed like it was really a good idea. It's not very safe for power. But anyways, mm -hmm. like, you you forget, <laughs> you kind of forget that sometimes. And then it's it's it takes something like this, or there's a, there's a short film. I forgot what it's called but uh fiction that really kind of i uh, encapsulates like the doom of this mm. kind of scenario i mean oh yeah because like i said you know growing up in the 2000s there wasn't a shortage of like post-apocalyptic movies yeah. that were you know post-nuclear apocalypse but right it just <sighs> we it's easy to forget that we still, especially living in, you know, like this world that's plague ridden that, uh, you know, we've already got a plague to worry about, but we've also got, we still, that's still a possibility that nu nuclear war is still a possibility. And that's terrifying and fucked up. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, yeah, sometimes it just takes movies like this to, really kind of reel that back into pers perspective yeah, i think like yeah. that was something i was thinking about a lot while watching this is like you know what's going on with russia and like the world <laughs> right now yeah it's that's still yeah. you know that's still something that could definitely happen and it's something well there's like us more. 
I can't remember the. Let me see. I'll, I'll see if I can find it in a, the name of it in a little bit. But there is a short uh, film about um, a hacker who uh, is trying to essentially prevent a nuclear apocalypse. Um, and was it he, Corey Doctorow? War games. Well, this was a short film. Good guess. So, uh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, war games. Yeah. I, I mm. want to say, <laughs> would you like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that this was in, well, that it was, a. Uh, I want to say that his character is like interviewed by uh, the guy, Elias Dufay, who plays uh, um, Jensen in the Deus Ex games. Um, okay. I could be thinking of a completely different video though. Um, but anyways, they're in this uh, this interrogation room and the guy is going over all the reasons why nuclear war is not only likely, it's inevitable at some point just because somebody is go somebody somewhere is going to get their hands on nuclear launch codes at some point and they are going to fuck things up if they can. Right. Sure. Um, that, that's we're something we're really bad at is like okay, we made this really wild and, like, restrictive law. Oh, noes, our enemies are using that law against us. Yeah. Just literally and every fucking like, time. Oh, every fucking time. The thing that this movie, what this movie <laughs> really brings out is it's so much harder to turn things off than it is to turn them off. Yeah, because that was the thing I was like, that yes, the entire God. time through this film is, like, God, bureaucracy is, like, in, in it's supposed to be efficient, right? That's the whole point of bureaucracy. Yeah. And I'm like, God, it really isn't, though. Like literally the only thing that saves these people is these people's humanity. Essentially there's, there's a scene where, you know, the scene where the president tries to make the call through to Alice. Um, yeah. and Alice is like, I need to get the, uh, the launch codes from you. I need, I need to get the, the keywords <laughs> from you. And then yeah. the president the is like, Charlie. yeah, he's like, I don't have, well, I don't have the card with me. Um, anymore. And I, he's uh, like, I couldn't see it. Even if I wanted to, I'm blind, Alice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that where it's yeah. like, even at that, even. You want me to talk about the Dodgers two weeks ago? There, yeah. Like we, yeah. There's so much, so much resistance from uh from alice at that point and it's just like you could just trust him and try like yeah man, you can see just, breaking him a little bit because the president's a lawyer like fuck you man like we're not in a situation where this is like you know yeah. like there's a time and a place for this shit and this is not one of yeah. them like it, it it's yeah. this shit's supposed to make things efficient and machine like but it's like you're not a machine man you could just say fuck off like yeah <laughs> yeah well, it's, yeah, it's, and that's, it's that's like what a, happens at the yeah, end. Is like, it. is that James Earl Jones, you know, decides to trust him, and yeah, yeah it's it's trust and like, I think an amazingly it, it is, immaculate is, fucking phone connection. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you know there's probably so much electromagnetic uh, interference in the oh, air. That's, but, that's the uh, uh, that's the weird nuclear magic that's now formed thanks to all the nukes going. Off. Yeah, that's like the that's like right, the anomalies right. from Stalker. <laughs> but oh, it's yeah and so oh god i guess my point my point is that i uh, it's just <sighs> systems like this bureaucratic systems are created i think inherently out of distrust for other people and that's what we need to like stop well, there, doing a way 
there's a way of making a protocol so that there's accountability at every yeah. step to make sure that it's like transparent to make yes. sure that like no one's pulling fuckery. Yeah. However, <clears throat> like a religious devotion to that protocol won't allow for like a random situation. Yeah. For example, uh, the president being a little too slow getting out of the gate at the beginning. Yeah. And that, that set off a chain or chain reaction of fucking events that, you know, made it necessary for his blind and broken legged ass to, you know, chat and have tea with the Russian, like the Soviet fucking president, you know, in a hospital, FEMA hospital somewhere. Like it's, oh man, it's, it really reminds me of that book uh, when I was a little kid called Because a Little Bug Went Kerchoo. And it's like this little bug sneezes and it knocks a seed down that sets off this change of events that like basically destroys the town or something. I don't fucking remember. I was like <laughs> six when I was this thing. But like, I always remembered that like, this was how things could go. Like how you could have, you know, before I knew what quantum was, this book did a really good job of explaining branching paths. And um, that's a lot of this. This is just a really fucked up Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. Yeah. That has a, you know, and it doesn't, it is, let's talk about the filmmaking for a moment. It is relentless. Yeah. Like, this film really doesn't, it, it when is, it slows it's down, it's annoying. <laughs> it makes you more anxious. It's a, yeah, it moves really quick. It's a quick watch. Oh, man. When Landau, like, sits down with his sweater on and takes his glasses out of his pocket to sign something, that was one of the most excruciating moments in the movie. It's only, like, four seconds long. But I was still just like, Jesus fucking Christ, who, come on, get the fuck out of there. Like, this whole movie is you grinding your teeth, hoping that shit works out, and then constantly being shown the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of like, you know, like, this is what could go wrong. Hey, sleep tight. You know, and I'm, oh, man. Yeah. Like, we literally, so much media was about this. Yeah. Like, episodes of TV shows, pretty much everything after, like, say, Apocalypse Now really changed kind of the tone of how movies handled like our place in the world. Um, mm. Because for every top gun, there was something like this, yeah. which, which is a good, it's interesting. Well, it's, it's interesting because it doesn't, it's not really talking shit. Like, like a military in this day and age is necessary. So it's not really like, see, they're bad or they're good. It's just, nah, presented with this problem. This is probably how it play I mean, out. Basically. That's kind of like it wasn't, the locker, you know, like, where yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. okay, yeah. I get it. This isn't like a great film, like, but because of what it's like, you know, kind of almost kind of glorifying the military, occupying of another nation. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. it's kind of just what they have to do because being in the army kind of sucks. You know, you join the army because right. you're broke, yeah. basically, you know, like, and you make a career yeah. out of it. And it turns out the career just makes you a psychopath. But yeah, it's yeah. like, I thought oh, that. I you know, I think my favorite shot in Hurt Locker is when he's just at the fucking grocery store looking at the wall. It just terrifies him. This is a man who's been inside, like, IED. Oh, like, yeah? just inside car bombs. And he's like, the serial yeah, yeah. code just terrifies him. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, it yeah, terrifies I mean, me, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, well, you know, you see shit like that, and then you come back to, like, all this prepackaged bullshit. I mean... I heard the loneliness, I, honestly, is makes sense. like, soldiers because there's, like, no support network. So, like, they just come back yeah. to their shitty apartment. It's like, ugh. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anyways, I, I found the name of that uh, that movie. It's called AFK, or the short film. So okay. I suggest you guys watch it. It's uh, it's pretty good. Or for you with as many feel-goods as this movie did. <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
They just fly <laughs> off into the sunset. This, this, because, like I said, the the point is pretty much, uh, yeah, it, nuclear a nuclear event is inevitable at some point. Someone's going to yeah. get blasted off this earth. Yeah. So. Yeah. This 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 movie's. Uh, it's gonna fuck you guys up for yeah. days man yeah. like the more you'll keep coming back to it and it's like we were this close like kind of stuff because there's yeah. like, there's a couple of real life stories about like there's that one russian radar operator yeah. that converted fucking world war three yeah and I, it was like, and considering, like so, eh. considering how many false flags we put out as a military yeah. well like our, our nation's military has like put out Dude, so many we, false flags our, that's... One of our bombers dropped a fucking nuke. Like it wasn't armed, but it dropped a nuke in like North Carolina. Uh, it just, it just, well, it just fell out of their plane. Like it, there was like something went wrong. Uh, and it was just like kuthunk in some yeah. dude's fucking farm. I'm like, that yeah, would be terrifying. Know, that would. Suck don't think about how this stuff is transported. Okay, yeah. just don't, just don't think about anything. Don't think about this being on trains and trucks. So yeah, uh, just you know, remember uh, this is the world we live in, where we're you know. Constantly, pretty much under the threat of that. Yay! I mean, not not necessarily. It's what we are. The likelihood likelihood of that now. Just think of that's my biggest takeaway from this film too. Is one is like bureaucracy fucking sucks, but also the incompetence of your leaders cannot be stressed enough. And the fact that like Mm -hmm. you never forget they're human and they fart just like you do, and like they're gonna suck at things just like you do. The part where. That part where the Secretary of Interior is like, or Connor, on his knee, yeah, or he's like praying to God, oh, God, and he's like talking about how he's he's making these decisions as like uh, the voice of the American. People. Oh, no, you're fucking not. The American people are all dead. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I would about? not. I would. <laughs> God, I would not ask anybody to fucking nuke another country. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. I, I love the fact that they make him the eighth in line. Like it's yeah. just like vice president, yeah. secretary of that, secretary of that, secretary of that, do this, do that, and then this fucker. And it's like they, it's like they yanked him from a fucking like duck dinner. I you mean, know? like he was he was like yeah. eating a duck, and they were like, "You gotta come now, sir." He's like, "Yeah, but this duck is great." You know, like <laughs> I wish that was a scene in this movie. No, that. Yeah, I mean, he says a, he says enough getting in yeah. the plane. Yeah, he it says is, enough. Like where he, he's just like, let's get out of here before. Yeah, these I other do. People I do. Come. It's yeah, very. I like the writing in this. It's very smart because it has to be fast. So it's like you meet, you establish mm-hmm. characters like instantly. Like you just know. Yeah. And you know about. what? Even though that, even though that this movie was so much dialogue, I actually wasn't bored no. by it. But I think that's right. partially to do with the acting. I mean, that yeah. that really did oh. uh, did a lot of service. Yeah, the cast is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. It's like, how did you get these fucking people? Like, they're Oscar nominees and stuff, man. Yeah. Fucking like, Rebecca DeMornay was like a star when this came out. Like, uh, the hand that rocks the cradle was like, she could have been in anything, you know. And ever, if she wanted, yeah, no, she was absolutely, this. she's yeah, fantastic, exactly. yeah. yeah. And she was probably best performance yep. in the movie. Like, yeah. a, a lot of her arguments really come across. That fucking that look of disgust on her face is perfect. Yeah. Where she's like just showing a little bit of the upper teeth, and she's like, you "Fucking dick!" Like she, yeah, yeah, you know, like I get it. I, I don't know. I like how she handled Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is inverted. And there's a the more I think about this movie, the more I'm surprised it got made <laughs> at all. Like, God, it took seven years from the publication of the book for this thing to get like option developed and then fucking. Do you mean like the fact done, that it was even this... greenlit to like someone thought this was a good idea at all? You know, yeah, at all, yeah. 
Wow. Because also the other thing at the time too is that these type of movies were kind of like fading out. We'd already had the day after in Threads and like uh, the the way the wind blows and like yeah. all these other nightmare fucking nuke movies and stuff that had happened. There was a there was a real chunk of them. There was a fucking TV show that I cannot remember the name of that had this really weird truck where instead of just like wheels, it had like triple wheels. I'll try to fucking look it up. I can't remember what it was, but like there was a it was either like a straight dvd movie or there were so many of these man hmm. there were so many of these like yeah. and it, it was like a near like the nukes had happened and at one point like the roaches come these nuclear roaches come to eat this guy <laughs> yeah yeah it's fucking if you would, crazy stop if you would like to like see what happens to the people after a nuclear apocalypse watch threads or don't yeah. I, that's one of the yeah. movies where i'm like or you could not <laughs> yeah no Thre- threads is up there with like come and see yeah you're just like uh-huh. that's accurate you better you better fucking know what you're yeah. getting into i'm it's just a saying good movie it's, it's but, worth watching yeah. uh but it's gonna do what cinema does best yeah fuck yep. you up yeah the fact that it was made by like Painted the Bird. uk is incredible to me oh. too like oh Thre- threads yeah, is terrifying like there are there are moments in that thing where they just let the camera linger a little too yeah, fucking long you know it's, I love it. I mean, well, I mean, if you're going to do this, fuck, it was go. accurate too. You know what yeah, I mean? Honestly. Like, <laughs> and then I recommend playing uh, Fallout, I don't know, 3. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Just, that'll fuck work. Because that's, that's what happens in 100, 200 years after this. <laughs> Things get real weird. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> like the, bottle. Happens, yeah. the real takeaway from this movie is keep your bottle cups, kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did for a while. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. No. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You remember yeah. back in the after, the even after you there, left, and I just moved into your old room. We kept that going for a while. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh god, those were the days. So, <laughs> so any with ha- that? Yeah. yeah. Any any further thoughts, Hexen? I uh, know. No. 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 At this point. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's appropriate. Fair. Enough. Yeah. Uh, we, we've talked about nuclear anxiety and Holocaust. Uh, far, and far if too you, long. you would like um, to keep us going, you could visit our Patreon because that matters in the wake of the Send a spare bottle cap uh, to patreon.com slash uh, neondystopia. We promise to not talk about nukes for a while, for at least a few weeks, at least, ever again. <laughs> oh, long, you, you don't know how long we won't be. You'll see. <laughs> Thank you again to all of our uh, current patrons. Yeah, come. Yes, I hope you enjoyed this. Yeah, come join our, our, our Discord. Very, very where we find wonderful, beautiful people like Hexen, and it's yes, yeah. like it's it's <laughs> it's a great group. And like, yeah, like we're really, yeah. I didn't expect to build such a great community. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so thank you all for just being there. Come join our Neo Tribe. Yeah, the drones are coming. Yeah. The droids are good. <laughs> Listen to our previous episode about what, what that ominous warning means. And uh, yes, it's drone swarm oh, sponsored by Low Life. <laughs> someday, someday, but in good way. Oh, uh, we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, indeed. Oh, oh what else? God. What else? Yeah, we're on some other social medias. We're yeah, not talking you can find about. us. I don't um, Blake. Man. Just got into Twitter. Why the fuck? So, like, yeah, you could find me at neon Sto- at twitter.com slash neon dystopia. Uh, draw me a line if you ever want to chat. Yeah. I just, you know, it, and we're on Facebook. If you look for it, I'm not, I don't give a fuck. And uh, is that about it? I think. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh yeah, I did, I, I did some Mixler shit. You yeah, know, there, there'll be a link for it. Some music and stuff it happens every so often. Good shit. Uh, we got we got another one of the other guests uh, from a past show. Derek Every has just discovered DJing and is going ham. This dude's doing like four sets of fucking weeks. So at some point on some day, if you line up, you might be able to you know just find him, follow him, and yeah. then you get a notification when yeah. he comes on. He plays a lot more pop punk than I. Yeah. What the fuck is going on out there? That's either a garbage truck, a hurricane, or Condor One. <laughs> oh shit! Double. 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 Double.